Hello and welcome to another episode of Pod Culture Vultures, your pop culture podcast in which we talk bollocks about films, TVs, music and a load of other old cobblers. What a load of shit. As always, you have myself, Kev K-Dog, Kev Meister General and my good buddy, partner in crime, the strawberry punk rocker anarchist, Dino El Dino. All right. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> all right. How you doing, right. sir? How you diddling? You all right? Yeah, I'm good, Budley Wudley Woo. Yeah, I'm not having a bad not having a bad week. I mean, uh, well, we're only on Monday, aren't we? <laughs> the listeners won't know that. We're on Monday. Still, still in the fucking lockdown. Put a fucking mask on. I watched the new Line of Duty last night. That was good. Can't be. Nice. I don't watch it. Well, no, you don't watch terrestrial TV, though, would you? No, I don't. I don't even have an aerial, mate. <laughs> I haven't got an opportunity for it. So, nah, nah, oh. don't bother. Don't bother with all that. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even got a hot. We haven't even got a hot tap. <laughs> don't don't need it, mate. Cold showers every morning. Right. Lovely. Now, what shall we talk about? What we've got for you is an absolute fucking classic movie. Straight out of 1987, one of the best years of cinema. We have got for you the ultimate, the all-time best romantic... Chick flick. Chick flick. <laughs> what have we got, Dino? Fucking dirty dancing, mate. The Sways Meister General. Old, old Billy Big Legs. Oh, sh- the strutter. That man has yeah. got a strut unlike, well, he had a strut unlike anyone else. What a mm. film. I've got to say, watching it again, it's a film that just gets better and better. Absolute, just absolute mm. dynamite. Everything about it, the strut, the dancing, the music. The music's <laughs> awesome in it. And um, yeah. I'm sure we've got some interesting things to cover in this episode. So Dirty Dancing, for anyone who hasn't seen it, is, as you say, Chick Flick is a romantic film in which a uh, young female, Frances Hausman or Baby, ends up going to this, it's almost like a, like a kind of like a middle class like resort, isn't it? Back in, when is it? Like the 60s or something? I like think that? it's in the 60s, but what it reminded me more of is Heidi High, uh, the old... Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> with old Ted and Peggy. That's it, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And she, a bit like Butlins, but for posh cunts. Yeah, just a little bit more retro. And uh, she goes there, doesn't she, with her family, her, her mum and dad and her sister, and they're there for a week, if I remember right. And during that time, she meets Patrick Swayze's character, Johnny Castle, who is the uh, the camp's dance instructor, and she falls yeah. in love with him. And he grooms the shit out of her, basically. Get your fat ass back here. Yeah, what do, what do you think? what do you think about this film? The thing is, this is what I always say is a guilty pleasure, that it's a bit wanky to say it's a guilty pleasure. You should just man up and say, yeah, I like it. I do like (laughs) the film. I have seen it a number of times, obviously, because most of the women I've been with have liked it. My sister likes it. My mum likes it. Yeah, I've seen it a number of times. And I do actually like it. It's a nice film. Um, I don't know. You said it's a romantic film. It is. But you've got the main character, Jennifer Grey, baby. And she says at the beginning, she's 16. She's sweet 16. She meets up with Swayze and he looks about 30 fucking five, mate. So it basically is this 
dancer who's grooming her into bed, basically. How old is he supposed to be there? Because they don't actually allude to that, do they? Or did I just miss that? I've got no fucking idea. I don't have a clue what you're talking about, Phil. Not a fucking clue. He definitely looks somewhat older. Although when I was reading up on it, she, I think at the time she was about 27. <laughs> when she, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 27 year old playing a 16 yeah. year old being groomed by a geezer who looks 35, but probably was like, <laughs> maybe he was 35, 20, I don't know, 20, yeah. Sorry, 27, yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, right, in most films like that, they don't, they have older, they have older actors actresses playing these parts but obviously they look younger because clearly you couldn't have an actual 16 year old hopping into bed with the swathemeister not with him wearing his girdle <laughs> yeah that's honestly straight up that's not that's a little fact rooney i know it's a little bit early but yeah i started reading about it and supposedly they uh they got him to wear a girdle in some scenes to make him look thinner and younger so maybe he was like a 35 really so what he was yeah. Oh, what? So they had to get him because he had a bit of a beer gut on him, I suppose. Yeah, but I, I don't understand it really because um, you know he's, when you look at him when he's got the old uh, the the, the sh- scenes with the shirts off, he's quite a toned lad, isn't he? But uh, yeah, he is. yeah, supposedly I think in any other time he was uh, yeah in need of a, a girdle, like that <laughs> bit, of, bit of lethal weapon, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I bet you were really paying attention to the bits when he had his shirt off as well, though, isn't it? Jeez, look at the butt on that. Yeah, he must work out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Amazing pecs, Ooh. incredible triceps, sweating nipples. <sighs> <laughs> Have you ever seen the um, Saturday Night Live sketch with um, it's Patrick Swayze and uh, Chris Farley and they're doing an audition to be Chippendales? <laughs> because it no. is, it, it's one of the funniest sketches that I've I've seen. And they are really funny, and Swayze's really funny in it. I'll have to check that out. Actually, I'm going to even I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> going to search it now, just so it's <laughs> just, just just so it's there. Chris Farley and Swayze. <laughs> See that? There we go. Right, that's ready to go later. <laughs> just <laughs> just even a picture of it. <laughs> Chris Farley loving it. <laughs> oh yeah. I, well, I think I think Swayze was about thirty five when they filmed this. Yeah, I would be surprised. I mean, he did look about that age, wasn't he? Because he was born in nineteen fifty two, and that was eighty seven. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's yeah, what, thirty five. Yeah. yeah, and then let's have a look and see how Jennifer Grey holds up. Two seconds. Oh shit! I've gone poor now by mistake. Stop playing with yourself, Hooper. She was twenty seven. He was thirty five, but. Yeah, the thing is, what I'd say, she's supposed to be 16 and he does look like a bloke in his 30s. But uh, he can dance. Too, but he can. I mean, again, like some of it I was watching, I was thinking, bloody hell, look at, like, how do they move like that? That geezer doesn't stop. He's like the Duracell bunny. You wind him up and off he goes. Everybody on? Good. Great. Grand. Wonderful. No yelling on the bus! The one character really stuck out for me yeah. was this weaselly little git called Neil Kellerman. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just he's just desperate to like get into baby's pants, isn't he? He's almost like Pepe the Pew in a sense, but he's just not smooth. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> he's just, yeah. He don't he don't fucking leave her alone, does he? Any sort of given opportunity, no. he's there sniffing around it. I mean yeah. she's even telling him to do one in a very sort of polite and respectful manner, but he ain't having any of it, is he? No. And um 
he's like, what does he say at one point? He takes her down to the river or something to go for a walk. And he says something like, um, I've, I've been told I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big deal around here. And you think, <laughs> oh, fuck off. Like, how has she not just booted him into the river and drowned yeah. him? Do you know what I mean? So, well, what he reminds me of is, I think it's a character in The Simpsons called Archie, which is supposed to have been Marge's ex-boyfriend. This yeah. little git with uh, glasses and all that, very much like him. Obviously, she bends him off and uh, ends up with Homer, the real hero. <laughs> <laughs> the, the real hero, yeah. Oh, yeah. But this guy's just—he's just relentless. He just doesn't—he just doesn't get the hint, does he? But yeah. Uh, yeah, he's just got that kind of like arrogance about him as well. But every time he sort of came on, I just sat there going. Oh fuck off, mate! Just go, go away, go away, leave her alone, <laughs> leave her alone. She don't want to know. Leave her alone. Yeah, put you. And she sort of just entertains it, entertains it. Yeah, yeah. and then she's like, "No, they want that geezer over there dressed like Johnny Cash <laughs> with, the, with the Moulin Rouge." You just put your pickle on everybody's plate, college boy, and leave the hard stuff to me. Baby's dad. He fucking really looks like Richard Nixon, doesn't he? To me. <laughs> Really? <laughs> he does a bit, doesn't he? He, does. he looks a little. I tell you what, he looks like he looks like Patrick Swayze in a in a film, which is a future episode of one of our podcast episodes. Yeah, well, don't he? Well, no, he's dressed up as dressed up as him. Well, it's not Swayze who's Nixon. Is it not? It's one of the other geezers. But yeah, that's what he looks like. He looks like. Um, it looks like Richard Nixon or a really old version of Jim from The Office. <laughs> but I don't get why when uh, Oliver Stone did Nixon the film, they used Anthony Hopkins when they could have just used him and not used any makeup or anything. Maybe he wanted to challenge himself. Maybe he thought, I'll, I'll, uh, I'm definitely going to convince the world that this this guy's going to pull it off. <laughs> yeah, get get me sound to play Nixon and not that cunt from Dirty Dancing. No, I know. He I, want you, like I want you to get me that Welshman who's a serial killer. Yeah, he's good. He can eat fava beans and go. So I hope you will enjoy this last piece very much. I right, tell you, the other character right in this is the is the boyfriend of baby's sister. I think his name is his name Robbie in it. Oh wait, well, he's, he's trying to have a crack at her, isn't he? Yeah. This is this is my this is my theory on this. Right, is when they wanted to audition people to play this part, I reckon they just said, get me a smug, overconfident cunt with a punchable face. And then he walked and then through the door. with him. <laughs> because <laughs> that's what he is. And don't he play it well as well? They must have sort of like just seen him coming, right? Okay, next, next, next. He just turns up and he's like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah he, he looks like a bit of a cock, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Geezer. Yeah, you'll do yeah. But then he, he's the one, right, spoiler alert, he's the one who knocks up Penny, who's Patrick Swayze's normal dance partner. And to be fair, she looks like she's about fucking 40. I'd have thought she'd have a geriatric fanny anyway. <laughs> the thing is, she seems... Well, what I don't understand is she seems quite... I am so fucking horrible, sorry. <laughs> she, she seems quite switched on, though, don't she? Like, why would you... I don't understand why she'd be fraternising with a cock like that. Um, that. That is the power of the cunt, mate, because he is such a bell end that he has turned her head, she's dropped her drawers at the drop of a bat, he's fucking 
shut his beans out there and then she has to go and have an illegal backstreet abortion. You don't understand the way it is. I mean, for somebody like me, last month I'm, I'm eating juju bees to keep alive. This month women are stuffing diamonds in my pockets. That whole scene, though, when she is, um, when she's had the abortion and obviously baby goes to get her dad, is it, I don't, does it explain that? Is he a surgeon or is he just a GP? Because, I mean, I mean, <laughs> he grabs his bag. Oh, yes, yeah, so I've got just the stuff for, for stitching, <laughs> stitching up a... Uh, gone wrong fucking backstreet abortion yeah give me a fanny let's get that done i don't know because yeah they, they don't detail it do they he's just he's a doctor but yeah he's got all of the gear and uh you know exactly what he's doing he's got the a bottle of plonk yeah. in here just to send her off for 40 winks and, I, thought uh, you said, I thought you said your dad was a doctor it looks like fucking richard nixon i'm not letting him <laughs> anywhere near my vagina <laughs> Big old bag of that. The first thing he does is pulls out a bottle and a syringe. Yeah. So yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> Keep him away from me. Let's have a look at your Watergate. At any given moment, you might need a minder, but you might not. Arthur Daly. <laughs> <laughs> Quite right. It's a jab sign. Another character I find I find really funny. This is the sister uh, mm. to, to Lisa, who's the sister to Baby, and yeah. uh, it's when she does her. She, uh, she's got a thing for robbery, isn't she? And she's sort of saying yeah. about that she wants to go all the way with him. She again, she's fallen for him. And then there's that scene where she goes to him, and uh, she sort of doled herself up, and she's knocking on the door, but she hasn't no really noticed that there's the towel on the handle, and she goes <laughs> in there, <laughs> and, and he's getting done by the older bird who yeah. Swayze is knocked off. And she's yeah. like, Whoa! <laughs> Yeah, the one who looks like the next door neighbour in Birds of a Fucking Feather. Or what's her name? <laughs> yeah, she does, doesn't she? I'm not your average woman. I like sex and I'm not afraid to admit it. <laughs> then the other moment where she's she's volunteered, isn't she, to perform at the end of the the end of the film, which is like this end of end of the week show. End of the and show show, yeah. End of the show, show. And, and deck. <laughs> 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 and she, she's the most tone deaf um, yeah. person who just cannot dance for shit, can she? <laughs> no. but she? But she's just so oblivious. She's loving every moment of it. And she's sort of like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I carry the weed. Oh, my own. But she's the one who's still singing when they turn the music off. She's the only yeah, one yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. Because they're, they're, they're doing their, the hands, isn't it? Harden, harden, harden. And then, <laughs> and then Swayze turns up, struts onto the stage, Danny, with baby in hand. And they mm. all go quiet, including Wayne Knight, whoa, whoa. the geezer after, from Jurassic Park. Yeah, after he's done the uh, oh, best, yeah. best line of the movie, isn't it, Kev? You don't put Bradshaw in the corner. <laughs> Nobody puts baby in the corner. It always comes back to that stride. It struts up, mm. straight up, and she's sat there, isn't she, in the corner of her parents, and she's just like, boom, delivers the line, told, I'm going to grab her, pick her up, here we go. <laughs> I've got my seven-inch vinyl, I've got my jacket on, up onto the stage, everyone stops talking. Like I say, Wayne Knight from Jurassic Park. Even he start stops, <laughs> and there's the sisters just still going on. Yeah. Oh fucking but shut no, up, love! I just think, I just think that last the last scene right reminds me of 
the sort of excitement that is generated in like a Rocky film at the end of a Rocky movie when he's mm. fucking pummeling the shit out of some other geezer, whether it be Mr. T or uh, Apollo Creed or even the big man himself, Lundgren. But, yeah, it's that feel-good thing when he, he kind of struts up, doesn't he? He grabs her and then they... Uh, they do the old dance that they've been uh, been practicing, and her dad, old Nixon, he gets up to do something. Start, <laughs> he thinks he's going to start weighing in with a bit of the old fucking getting a bit handy. All right, there, Doc, sit back down, you fucking Nixon looking pranny. <laughs> we ain't fucking having any of this. I'm fucking boogie in the night, all night long, son. Mate, you're fat, and I'll throw you in the river. They go away. Yeah, because you also got the, uh, the 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 two older birds, aren't you? The two old brasses who've got the old fox skin thing over their shoulder, like the real posh older yeah. birds, and they're. So, <laughs> And they just sort of chuck it off their shoulders. They're yeah. like, mm, mm. yeah. But it's kind of it's kind of like that old fashioned idea of like um, it's too sexual. That's what it's called, dirty dance, obviously, because they're actually dancing quite close and that. And then obviously, it's too naughty. Yeah, obviously, she does the run and the lift and all that. But um, it's that I think that's before they do the fucking thing where they're all clicking their fingers, sort of going behind him, a bit like. Uh, the thriller video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zombies. <laughs> no, I, I definitely know what you mean. That that last scene is, yeah, a real good sort of feel-good scene. I, I, I bet mm. you were like me, weren't you? Like, I was sitting there with the missus watching it, and then at the corner of my eye, I noticed that her feet just started to tap, and the legs started to move. And then I looked down, and my, <laughs> it's my feet sort of tapping, and you're nodding away. And the next thing you know, you're miming it. Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Oh, yeah, it really ramps it up and uh, you get really drawn into it and uh, mm. you get the little thriller dance and uh, yeah, Nixon's <laughs> bopping the tune. Yeah. The old... The, the, yeah, because you've got, you got the two older fellas, isn't you? The guy, the guy who runs it and the other one who's like the, the music maestro. Yeah. And they're doing their, like, their little tap dancing bit whilst everyone's dancing. But somehow they seem to be moving at like a fraction of the speed that everyone else is sort of <laughs> moving at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they're, they're all up and dancing at the end. It's like it's like, for instance, it's like one of those uh, old-fashioned things where the kids are all like cool and everything, and they, he's like pissing them off. Oh, you bloody kids! Oh. And then all up and dancing at the end, getting their old boogie on. It's like getting down with the kids, aren't they? Here we go. We're lovely, good times. I'm sorry. I used to be much stronger. And it's always a good one to watch with your other half. You got one. <laughs> but, um, uh, <laughs> I just thought it's like when he jumps off the stage because I watched the thing. There was like a, there's like a little documentary about about I think it's four different films and Dirty Dance is one of them about uh, sort of facts and stuff. But he had done his knee in Patrick Swayze quite badly, and that jump that he does off the stage. Yeah. When he walks up to her, I think he did that about thirty odd times on the old bad knee, and he was in agony. Double old bastard, though, isn't he? Double old bastard. Mm. Yeah, not as hard as he is in Roadhouse, though, mate. When he fucking pulls that geezer's throat out. I want to kill you the old-fashioned way. Supposedly, he had to convince mm. Jennifer Grey to, to take on the role because they were both in. Another classic, Red, Red Dawn, Dawn before, yeah. in which uh, 
She didn't really like him during that film. No, I don't think they liked each other, actually. I don't think they got on. She was already cast here for Dirty Dancing. And when they said that they were looking at Swayze, she was like, no, don't don't get Patrick to do it. Don't, I don't want him. So I, I think, don't like him. No. <laughs> well, so, it all works out on film, doesn't it? But, uh... but you can see on the film, you can see that the chemistry isn't always there. They're not very convincing. And you can see even when he's they're doing the scenes where he's trying to show her dance moves, he's pissed off. It's just genuine, isn't it? And I think that's genuine, yeah. Yeah, because there's a couple of moments when they're embracing. Yeah. And it's just there's you can they feel that there's almost there's almost a reluct a reluctance for their lips to touch. And it's just like, uh uh oh well we're getting yeah. paid for it anyway. Yeah, so okay. just get on with it, Jennifer. But, um, sort your fucking nose out. Oh, <laughs> she did, didn't she? And then her career went down the drain, supposedly. Yeah, because you couldn't fucking, you wouldn't have recognised her. No, no. I mean, I only know her from Dirty Dancing and no. Fer- Ferris Bueller is the sister. And Red Dawn. It's the only three, three films I know her from. Oh, yeah, Red Dawn. Red Dawn, Red Dawn. Red Dawn. Red Dawn. Red Dawn. But, uh, but, yeah. That could have been a porno, couldn't it? Doing your hamstrings and just rub your hamstrings and your cheeks and your arse. Up and doing inside and outside and slowly just drift my hands up and inside but I'm not touching your pussy there's quite a lot of homages I mean my favourite homage to uh, Dirty Dancing this one is um, Max and Paddy when uh, Peter Kay is uh, with Paddy McGuinness and they're at that uh, they're um, they're at like a campsite and he's trying to teach him how to dance and they're on the log, aren't they? Yeah. And he slips down and smacks his nuts on it. <laughs> and and they keep getting seen when they're dancing together by this other family. <laughs> they keep dancing right up close to each other and that. <laughs> anyway, I, I quite like that. But another little fact I would say is on the that scene when they are on the log, when he's prancing about, he did actually fall off because he was dicking he around really? and he fell off and twisted his ankle. <laughs> <laughs> it did do too, too well in that film, did he? Did his knee in, did his ankle in. No, and had to kiss some bird he didn't fancy. Boo-hoo. <laughs> yeah, not particularly great, was it? Interestingly, it was the <laughs> what uh, one thing I noticed uh, read up on was it it was the first film to sell a million copies on home video, and we are talking about good old VHS here. Unbelievable numbers. When you wanted to buy a videotape like ET or something, if you bought it from the video shop, it'd cost like 70, 80 quid, wouldn't it? So like, Christ, I don't like it that much. I always remember going to the video shop with my old man, and there was a, a geezer next to us, and he was buying Rambo three. And it was on VHS, and it was yeah, it was eighty five pound. I think he paid for it, and it came in that old, the the big massive padded VHS yeah. case. And obviously, it had been round the mm. tracks. It was knackered, you know, being rented out about a hundred times. Eighty five. Oh, Jesus! Yeah, he bought it. Bought it. Yeah. Eighty five quid. I wouldn't even shit on it. Shit on it. Shit on the bloody thing. No, I tell you what. The first film that did that, where it went from cinema to video but straight for the public to buy, was Rain Man. Ah. That was the first one you could buy it for a tenner. Oh, that's a great movie. But before then, you'd have to wait about six or seven years for it to be released on a a home video to buy for about 15 quid or pay 
85, 80, 85 quid for it directly from the old uh, video supplier. It's mad it, how times like move on because I remember one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. It came out. It came about two months on. Mm. You could buy it on like DVD. Yeah. Two months after it'd been at the cinema. Now it'd been at the cinema for about six months. Yeah. But still, when it finished, it was only about two months, and there it was. You could go and buy it. So uh, mad, isn't it? But what you got to ask yourself? What you got to ask yourself? Who would want to fucking buy it? Because that's another film franchise that I fucking cannot stand. Yeah, it's because it's got your favourite boy in it, though, isn't it? <laughs> oh, fucking Johnny Prick Depp. But we not watched... just that, it's boring, isn't it? <laughs> well, I've, I've got to say, I love it. I mean, the first one, I think, is absolutely oh, brilliant. God. This is great banter. What would you, uh, what's your score? What would you rate Dirty Dark? I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. It's a great film, mm-hmm. but um, I could have done without the uh, illegal abortion or the. Uh, the grooming. All the grooming. I'm going to give it eight out of ten. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it is like a, a fine red wine. Uh, mm. It gets better with age. And uh, my foot was tapping, and I was singing along. And uh, yeah. yeah, I think it's. I think it's a great movie. movie. It was a good movie, but what I would say is I could have watched that film twice rather than watching Zack Snyder's version of Justice League. And still had time for a shit afterwards, <laughs> which I probably would. Have I think it'll be really interesting, like if one day they release a four-hour Star Wars movie, and then just sort of see what your um, what your thoughts are on that. We shall double our efforts. I hope so, Commander, for your sake. Should we have a game of Tickle Kev's Fancy? Here's your first one. Because this tickled my fancy when I saw it. (laughs) 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 All right, so we've got a a greetings card, and it says, Hallmark, you might want to check. You might want to rethink uh, your font. And it says, for a special aunt, but you can't help but think... When you first read it, it looks like for a special gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, Hallmark might want to uh, rethink think their fonts. It does, though. The more you look at it, all you can see is... A crate of vodka and a jacuzzi full of clunge. Right, here comes your next one. This is fucking weird. I don't know if it's going to tickle your fancy or make you want to puke. Christ. What is it? Oh, my God. It's a lady that has had too much plastic surgery, but she has got the biggest camel toe (laughs) that I've ever fucking seen. And above it, the headline is Bagpuss. (laughs) I didn't even see that bit. That's the same colours as well, isn't it? Yeah. But it looks like they've dug up Pete Burns and then inflated him up to look like that. As you know, I've been trying to lay off getting too political on this podcast, but I think this one deserves a little, a little, a little journey over on the old kid tickle Kev's fancy. (laughs) 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 So while Bojo's getting his uh, his COVID vaccine injection. And the nurse speech bubbles says, 
Fucking one percent pay rise, is it? Let's see if Trump's bleach theory works. <laughs> <laughs> Quite right too. I'm getting my jab on Friday. My cock and bollocks stretch from Tower Bridge right up to Westminster. We may have finished uh, Tickle Kev's Fancy, but uh, this is where I normally go around the internet and see if I can find anything that would to, to, to make us chuckle. And I came across this story. Uh, last week it was a vicar, and because obviously we were in lockdown and everything, and same as us, we're both in different households and connected via Zoom or, or what have you. He did his sermon over Zoom, <laughs> but somehow he accidentally hit the toggle where you can have a, do you know you can have like a virtual thing go on you? He, he clipped the Blues Brothers one. So throughout the sermon, every time he put his face in a certain place, it put a uh, black hat and black sunglasses on him. <laughs> Which I think's fucking class, mate. <laughs> just, <laughs> just like Jake and Elwood. Yeah, we're getting the old band back together. Well, <laughs> the other thing I saw today, <laughs> which is a bit. <laughs> I just, so I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just picturing it. <laughs> You'll probably find it if you, you Google it later. You can have a look at him, but I mean, fair play to him. I mean, he did the whole sermon with uh, with that yeah. going on and off. But not bad. Very nice stay, Mr. Fortney. Another thing I saw today is uh, this young chap is uh, from India. He's filmed himself driving in a, in a car still moving. He gets up on the roof and he starts doing press-ups. What a twat. So he's been arrested for this stunt. Because there's this thing at the moment, I think it started in America, where you're driving along and you get out, the, you're driving, you get out and let your car carry on. I don't know if it's in cruise control or what but you get out and then you're being filmed walking alongside the car acting like a bell end mm. but he <laughs> got arrested for it because when the police saw it online <laughs> and uh, obviously but if you watch it right you can see that the uh, video's been doctored because you can see someone's hand on the wheel sort of disappear ah faker Yes, it's fucking fake, fake news, baby. Fake, fake fake news. news. I know you don't watch terrestrial telly, so you won't have seen any adverts. But there's an advert that's on nearly every day, and it's for an insurance company. And there's a woman phoning up to buy insurance against uh, sort of household insurance. And the woman on the other end, of the the bird from the insurance uh, company, says... Have you recently been burgled? And the woman says, Yes, I'm afraid my husband and I have just returned home to find the place has been burgled. It's like cool as a cucumber, as calm as anything. It's like, <laughs> so your first thing to do is phone up an insurance company to get fucking house insurance that you should have had before this happened anyway. Don't call the police <laughs> anything. Yes, I'm afraid we've been burgled. All our stuff's been stolen, including my husband's collection of antique dildos that he's had from the uh, Victorian and uh, 19th century onward. And uh, also they've done a massive plop in the middle of my front room. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking annoys me. 
<laughs> Hello, my husband and I have just returned home from being out all Shut the fuck up, Donnie. I want you to tell all your friends about me. You can drop us an email at podculturevultures at gmail.com. If you fancy getting us on the old book of your face, you can find us at podculturevultures or our little tag name at podculturev and Instagram podculturevultures. Beautiful, Kev. I just want to put it out there to anyone who happens to be listening. Just a bit of a device, just from, from me. Just try not to be a c*** every day and everyone will be happy. Well, yeah, I think that's a lovely little uh, sentiment there, you know. So uh, let's stop being c*** and let's stop being, uh, stop being lovely people. All right, fellas, here's how it works. One dollar to look at it, two dollars to touch it, three dollars to watch Ooh, me touch wee. it. Such a nice looking man. Back the fuck up, Antonio. Bye, Apologies. I do touch it while I touch my toes. That's enough from me. That's enough from him. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Catch you on a flippity flab. Ta-da! Ta-da! She's taking my heart, but she doesn't know what she's done. Did the breath to my face. Her body close to me Can't look in her eyes She's out of my league Just a fool to believe I've anything she needs She's like the wind